Pickaxe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pitch Please, the podcast where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. This week, as always, Tom and Chris are with me. Hello. Oh my god! I, see, I just went went straight into that one, didn't I? You oh weren't expecting that, Chris. You've been promoted. I've been remembered, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the intro now. On top of the usuals, uh, obviously we we have an extra dev. That dev is Alistair. Hello, I'm back. Hi, Alistair. Hello. From, <laughs> from quarantine. He's back. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been a, a while since time. we spoke to you. Um, I can't remember the last one that we that you were in. But was it, the, was it the Human one Crossing? Because if so, I can understand why I you think took it some was. time out. <laughs> <It was> months ago. <laughs> you just left after that. No, mate. Were you there for? No, were, you, were you there um, for booths? No, I wasn't. Don't no, it's, nasty it's, warriors. Been, it's been months. It's been a long, oh, long right. time. Very long time. Well, it's nice to be back. And uh, finally, continuing our role of very special guests with us this week is the Spiffing Brits. Hello. 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 Oh, it's a very lovely little clap you did there, Chris. Um, you, spiffing Brit, clap. Spiff, do you have a preference on um, your, on your I, name? I prefer to go by Tom, but ever since joining the Yogscast, I've realised that's no longer viable, so just Spiff works. Well, um, well the last I didn't know time that we had another Tom... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time we had another Tom, I I was immediately demoted down to Ace Thunderclap. Was Ace that Thunderclap. My name? Yeah, Ace Thunderclap. So that's fine. We can do that again. Yeah. Your Ace for this. Can we call him Ace podcast? Thunderclap Fies? Maybe I don't know how how thick well, are they. No, it, it was Ace. It was Ace, and then you have to make the noise of a thunderclap. So oh, my name was Ace. I, yeah. <laughs> I remember that we 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 did waste a good minute talking about that last time. Let's let's not do yeah, that again. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we've just done it. We've just repeated that. All right. Well, um, I'm, I'm Ace. <laughs> fantastic. Ace. All right. And <laughs> uh, this week uh, again, we have so we've had kind of like some pretty some pretty crazy ideas recently. And I feel like a lot of the guests that we have in, not to their detriment because they've been fantastic ideas, but they've been very... Um, mm-hmm. Go slagging them off. <laughs> Go on. No, no, no. I'm not slagging them off. They've, they've just been... They've not really been thinking so much about the game they've been as shit, they have about Alex, the ideas. <laughs> they've been f- terrible. They've been abysmal. No, no, no they, they haven't. Been, they've, they've been, they've been really good. Like, they've they've, been, they've been fantastic, but they've been, they've been very large in scope in a way that is more focused on kind of the flashing the flashiness of it and more of sometimes more narrative and stuff but but then we've we've had like less kind of actual game stuff in recently Do you right. know, would you agree okay and i feel like i so, feel like tom is the perfect antidote to that yeah no possibly. pressure yes okay oh shit right um <laughs> but let's see yeah please give us your your idea what what are you thinking okay so Ladies and gentlemen, I am. I, nice. I love games. I, I love games. I love all games. Um, and this is why, why you should Good vote stuff. and create my game idea for me. Uh, I won't oh pay God. you for it, pitch. but someone has to do it because it's uh-huh. the best game idea in the world. Okay, when you look back in history and think what was the best game ever invented, I know it's on. All of you have the same idea. It's on the tip of your tongue. You're about to say it. Three, two, one. Of course, it's Transport Tycoon Deluxe. Trans- you're oh right. Tycoon Deluxe. It's Transport yeah, Tycoon that's, that's Deluxe. That's what I was, I was thinking. Love yeah, that exactly. Game. All of you love it, but you probably haven't played it recently because, you know, Forever. it's ever. <gasps> okay, I don't want to be part of this podcast anymore. AC hey, being demoted. Could you? Just, just in case people listening to, I mean, obviously all of us have played thousands of hours. Of course, everyone joking. Just in case someone, some like crazy person who's listening to this may not have played it. 
Could you the two just do go that hand in hand? Bit? Yes. Uh, so the anyone who is uncultured enough to have never played Transport Tycoon Deluxe will not know this game. But basically, how it goes is you are in charge of a transport tycoon company, and your job is to quite simply set up bus routes, train routes, airplane routes, bus routes. Uh, I just said that again. Boat routes, and just move goods from point A to point B, producing goods and then selling them. And you get paid for moving goods to places, and you can build more routes, and you can fight against friends and so on yeah it's online as well yeah yeah it's got really good multiplayer and honestly it still holds up really well today especially considering it's free so it's really solid cool so then we don't really need to we just no let's all just go by open open (laughs) okay it's it's good it's the best game ever but what if i told you the best game ever could get betterer okay ladies and gentlemen are you ready (laughs) for it we're bringing Transport Tycoon to the 2020 year 2020, probably 2027 by the time this actually gets released. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay, so what if we took the best elements of Transport Tycoon Deluxe and paired them with the fantastic elements of Euro Truck Simulator 2, the second best game in existence? Oh my god, okay. I'm fucking sold. But, But you also make it. An MMO. It doesn't necessarily have to be a massive MMO, but just like at least servers of a couple of hundred people or with a transport company where you start out literally renting trucks to go from point A to point B. And then a couple of years down the line, after grinding up your truck company, you can hire a couple of mates, buy trucks for them, buy trains for them, lay down the train lines, get your boats going, airplanes. You can basically have Microsoft flights in, paired with a bunch of shitty boat simulators because everyone hates boats. That's fine. Yeah. And then train people will love it. You can flog train DLC to them if you want as well. Because Holy shit, train the money. people love DLC. They absolutely fucking love it. And then you've got truck drivers, <laughs> they love DLC too. They so do. I'm just saying, this game, it's not only profitable, but it's also the best game ever. Okay. So it's a, a I th- I it's points. every simulator game ever made combined into one, right? It's every simulator combined into one overarching tycoon <laughs> experience. So it's, okay. it has the ability to be the best simulator and the best tycoon game. Probably it's going to be a decent simulator and a fun tycoon game. <laughs> but after a couple of years of DLC and polish, the good old Paradox Interactive way, it will be a yeah. great game. It'll be a sub That's good. It's game important to be realistic. Everything. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel like what you've, what you've created idea. here is... Oh, sorry, Alex. Sorry, you okay. go on. You go, no, on. No, no, no. Are you sure? Because yeah, yeah, shit's go about for to it. pop off. This isn't awkward uh, at all. That's oh, my catchphrase okay. has always right. been. Oh, my God. Um, so you've got the Euro Truck sim bits and you've got the sort of the, the top-down planning sort of route bits. Now, what if you also had to do the factories? We added yeah. satisfactory oh. factorial oh. elements. So we have oh. we have every level, right? Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then for some sort of way that we can really milk our players dry of money, we sell them separately. Right? But they're all interconnected. Whoa. That's like the Star Citizen experience when yes. you sell the yeah. FPS element separately. Right? You can take out a fake mortgage on a factory. Perfect. And then what are you be very wary of any pitch that includes Star Citizen as a comparison. <laughs> right, <Alex>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a profitable company, Wait, Alex. That's all the matters. Like, <laughs> the bit that threw you on that. I mean, yeah, I guess they're yeah, true. Um, it it won't I feel be the like, game of 2027, will it, if it's Star Citizen? <laughs> yeah, we need to be careful. What I said at the beginning of this, just before you started giving your pitch, I think I <laughs> m- may be going to retract that. 
I feel like what yeah. you've done, my immediate thought about this was that you what you've done is you've basically created the, like the transport version of Will Wright's spore where you oh, start yeah. off as yeah. like this right. look at my beautiful yeah. this trucks. tiny thing to the <laughs> well I was thinking we could also you know go even further back I mean you've got the factories right Chris and there's yeah. the driving the trucks and stuff there, there is already a tank construction simulator right and there's also oh, car God. simulator things yeah. like that maybe trucks break down and you know you have to then have people who own the truck repair simulator DLC oh. <laughs> to no. then come in and fix your car the AA simulator yeah. it's like um, do you know is it 2012 SimCity do you know where all your cities are interconnected so you can you can buy things from like say I haven't got enough oil Other cities, I can yeah. import it if I want or I can export excess maybe you you control that's how we do the the MMO aspect of it right so you'll you'll have your chunk and then you can export and import stuff from other other players. Yeah. But within okay. your chunk, you're, you control it. Okay, I like this <laughs> idea. Alistair's shaking his head in disbelief. I like this idea. <laughs> you can't but believe to, what is being discussed here. I'm going to throw in a curveball because I love the depth. I love the idea of building these factories. But here's, here's how I think we make it more appealable to the average gamer. You make it so okay. that whilst you can build a factory and whilst you can do car mechanic simulator, alternatively, you can automate it. Um, so you can go for like, I don't know, prefab factory. You don't need to build one. Or, mm -hmm. or there's existing factories on the map that you don't need to worry about. And when your cars break down, you can just, I don't know, wait two minutes for them to be repaired, or you can do it yourself a little bit quicker. Um, but uh, what I think ultimately is what makes this so special and adds to the MMO category. I like the idea of the instant cities, but what if it was just one great big map of the UK? One-to-one -one scale, okay? And people can have, <laughs> people can have okay. factories, okay? They're just factories set up, and you need to buy goods from that factory and then move them to where they need to go. Wait, one-to-one -one scale? One-to-one -one scale. <laughs> so it takes like three hours to drive from Bristol to London, Yes. for example. Yes. Oh or, or you hire an AI worker or a friend of yours who can join your transport token company or guild to do that for you. And you can no, pay there's them the no AI. Wage. No AI. I think, no, there, I think there if you own a company, company. <laughs> even farmers no, has AI. No, no, no. I don't think there should be. I think I think every single employee in your company should be a player. The reason why the <laughs> AI so are players. This is the Germans so will love this. Him, exactly. So, so, so the reason that AI works is because you have to you have to pay money, right? So you, you hire an AI character to do it for you. But you could keep that money, do it yourself. So it's it's the do I want to waste the time or do I want to spend the money? No, you pay money to get another player to do it, and they, they get the money. But they would just do theirs. They want to do. Like, this is starting to sound like the the other one, the other idea, the depressing life simulator. <laughs> You've been crossing. Always make every is, life better. Alistair, think of the sheer amount of graphs. There yeah, could be like, a lot of graphs in there. There could be a lot of graphs. I feel like we need a nice way of <clears throat> showing these, and if it's set in the year twenty twenty seven. Obviously, we're going to have very uh, advanced ways. No, no, of it's not. It's not set. Okay, yeah. okay, look, look. Before it goes too far, I, I, maybe we should just. I'm not yeah, saying it yeah. shouldn't. No, <laughs> I'm not saying it shouldn't have all these far. elements in. I'm not saying it shouldn't be one to one scale of the UK and every every sim ever is in there. Mm -hmm. But it, maybe we mm -hmm. should just focus on one element of that for now and see what we can, how we can work out on that. So, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tom is the most important. Um, is the most important sim that you would want to get in okay, there is it the euro one. truck sim that's the okay so the the most important sim to get in there 
is the effective management sim of moving goods from point A to point B. That is the overarching thing because it's the base of the economy. So it's the most important feature. Okay. You need to kind of like simulate this entire UK economy so that players can come in and assist it and grow. And the organic growth caused by the players forces more demand so that basically the players can keep this thing going rather than there being a limited set of um, supply and demand which players are fighting over. Um, there's always going to be like a limited set of supply and demand. And so somehow that's going to have to be balanced so that new players aren't just going to found their company and then just be overtaken by Lord Mega Elon Musk truck destroyer with like 69. a fleet of 70 trucks. Yeah, just or all as electric most people trucks. on YouTube know him, Spiffing Brit. Oh, of Spiff, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I do actually okay, have a couple well, of I like, exploits I like for the idea of the, the economy side of things because that's... Uh, that are close to my heart with the EVE Online. Uh, oh, I was going to say, EVE Online, okay. doesn't that have Trust. mega companies that you can build and yeah. also this employee structure where people work their way up through the company? I don't yeah. really know much about EVE, but... Alistair, give us the, 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 short, <clears throat> the short EVE pitch. <laughs> what is EVE uh, Online in a, in a paragraph? EVE Online is a game that I can't play but will sit and play. That's uh, not, that doesn't help anyone understand <laughs> what the game is. That, that sounds like a very well, it's, personal it's, 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 it's a space simulation game with spreadsheets. You, um, you tried to make a, uh, a, a plug-in, didn't you? For I did make ones. a plug-in, yeah. What was it? Uh, it, would, it would scan the market and find the, the lowest price. what is EVE quality. Online? <laughs> well, it's, it's, an on, it's an online... Are you flying mode. around? Yeah, you can trading. fly around space. You can land in stations and you can trade stuff and kill people so is, it, is it mostly trading or is there like uh, there are combat I, elements there's, stuff combat, there are so def there's definitely combat right yeah yeah, yeah. it's probably like, more... so i remember hearing stories about people or maybe this could be this the thing and like like you know how you would get like stories of people who had inf infiltrated yeah, oh, yeah these yeah, large yeah. companies for like five years to become the right hand man only to do a only to do a heel turn oh, at the last second man so you've like, got like their vault for millions of dollars worth of currency yeah. you know this truck this from this one company from a different player is carrying like this really important set of cargo to make them a ton it's of gold money you hire like five trucks to block the path and kind of like kind of like open ttd on like the the governing scale in like cities you could hire um road repair and that basically the local council just tear up all the roads and cause a bunch of traffic chaos so yeah you've got like these trucks transporting key goods and what you do is you just pay for a bunch of traffic to be there like you sabotage the lights or something and then the now right. the truck with the gold bullion sat in a traffic jam on the m6 for the next two hours and then it turned yeah. into rain Six Siege, where you yeah. can rob the truck. <laughs> Chris, stop it. Exactly. We've got it. We've got it. We've got to add a piracy aspect as well, so you can, what? like... Um, Sid Meier's Pirates was kind of a simulation game. <laughs> exactly. My actual, my actual idea was going to be, with the, with the whole economy side of things, you could have events that occur where, say, like that in increase your supply demand. Like, look at one recently with toilet paper. Right. Mm. Yep. So, say if something happens and you're like you're the number one toilet paper brand, you're you're Hazel's Toilet Paper Co. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no shops have toilet. You have to increase your spending on sending out drivers, yep. but you know you also you can't keep up production, so you're going to have to expand your business. So it sort of forces you to to it's adapt or survive. It's a dog, dog eat dog world. Exactly. The toilet paper industry, but that means that we also need to bring in the raw materials. But you know, Gary. Uh, Gary's toilet paper raw materials co. He's not very inventive. Uh, he <laughs> he's also struggling because he has multiple people he needs to distribute to. So now there's a bidding war going on. Oh yes. 
Oh my god! Okay, (laughs) think of the graphs. Alistair's face looks like Duncan Duncan Bannatyne in Dra- Dragon's Den when he's being pitched like the idea of a new Facebook by a cat or something like an animal has swatted in. <laughs> yeah, I love that episode. <laughs> How much My do you name's want? Craig and I've, I've come up with this brilliant new revolutionary idea. I call it Bookface. It's where you can meet your mates online and talk to grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all like virtual pedoras. <laughs> it's virtual pub on Tup phone. <laughs> now I'm going to lick ass. <laughs> it's called Tup Facebook. And what we do. But so, okay, so the, the two ideas we have in there so far is like the, yeah, the economy sim, but then, and then also, I guess, like the, the Euro track aspect of it where you're. So you, are you still envisioning, Tom, these, you're starting these, like you're, you're starting your life in the, in the world, like with. The actual job of physically having yeah. to get in the vehicle, drive your goods from yeah, point so A to you, point B. You, you kind of start out. I'm kind of envisioning this. You start out similar to you do in Eurotruck games, which is that uh, you are a individual person, and the only way you can make money is to take contracts as a driver. You don't even own your own truck. You are being paid to sit in a truck provided by the company to move goods from point A to point B. And then once you've made enough money, you can then take out a loan to buy your own truck. And then suddenly, because you're you're not having to borrow trucks from these companies, you get a slightly better margin for the goods. But at the same time, you now have to fuel that truck. You have to also keep that truck repaired and so on. And then once you make enough money from that in your truck, you can then buy a warehouse buy more trucks, buy AI workers, and they'll go out into the world and do jobs for you as well. And make, and then you basically make more and more money. So I think that's one of the starting aspects, but I don't think necessarily players should only be limited to starting out as a truck driver. Um, I think okay. that would be an issue. I mean, like I, I like the idea of that suddenly, like getting your first warehouse, or like you, you've been working for ages, driving around, making goods, and you, you've started your company, you get your first warehouse, and you finally get out the van or get out the truck and yep. walk into this warehouse, open it up to see this huge empty thing that you need to fill with goods and need to, to start your business. That is super cool. That sounds, yeah. like, that sounds pretty exciting. He'd I, absolutely I think love the, that. the start <laughs> should be you choose whether you want to start as like a, a where you want to start with a warehouse and and workers, but you start with <clears> like you've had to take out a loan. So you already owe money, right? Or you can work your way up to do that using the trucks. I, th- you, I do yes, think that perfect. you should be able to, I know, I know old Ace wasn't too happy about it, but with AI, like in farming sim, where you get them to do little jobs. So you're sitting in a like a, a baler, be like, I don't want to do this. I have other things I need to do. So you hire an AI to do that job for you. You pay him a rate. And yep. then once that job's done, they go home. Well, they just despawn, but they I go f- home. I feel like that has to be in there, right? I feel like it has I to mean, be I mean, like Ace, like, the, like automation is the reward for like, like in Satisfactory or Minecraft or anything like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking, right, we've got a huge bunch of people playing Euro Truck right now. We've got a huge bunch of people playing Flight Sim. We've got a huge bunch of people playing Train Sim and a load of people playing Airport. TTD, right? If we are combining everything, we're getting the player bases from all of these games. We could just have every person in the game be a real person. You could. <laughs> you theoretically could. But I think there's a certain charm because people who especially like management games like myself love the side of hiring AIs. So what you do is you hire the AIs, but you don't necessarily pay them a wage. Or no, sorry, you do pay them a wage. I'm just so used to having Jesus. people do stuff for free <laughs> oh to me. Um, <laughs> I, 
So you pay them a wage, but also AI workers aren't the most efficient. So if they're working in a factory, they're not going to be as efficient as hiring a player to do that job. So you'd pay the player the same rate, but a player can probably work, say, twice as fast as an AI. But what you can do later down the line with a big enough company is you can hire, say, AI um, AI branch managers and AI um, team leaders to just shout and whip your other AI workers into kind of like of a faster or, or work train, frenzy. train the AI up so they they have to be paid like in um so this would be more like Planet Coaster and um, Two Point Hospital where you the more they uh, you train them up the higher their pay grade is so yeah, exactly. they become more so they'll they'll be able to do things at a faster rate but at that cost is that you have to pay them more yeah I think that's I guess, the way to do it I guess you could this is going to sound like a weird link right yeah. but in Escape from Tarkov. <laughs> Oh, there's okay. there's AI. No, this is this is. I'm not taking elements from this, uh, but there's the AI <laughs> scavs, right? That run around the map. They're just bots running around trying to kill players. If you jump in into a scav run, then you become one of the AI, right? I guess players could just become have one of these AI this, have workers. Have you tried to turn this truck game into a roguelike? No, 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 Already. no. I'm, I'm I'm thinking that if your business, if you've got your business and you've got say 50 workers, right? If you want to play as a trucker, then you just take the role of one of these AI workers for the time yep. being. Yeah, you and could, I, I still think you could do that whenever. You I could see. still jump in and do a job. Say if it's a really, yeah. you're like, okay, this has to be here on time. I don't trust my AI because they have to make certain stops, right? Like say they have to, they have to abide by the law. But you don't yeah. necessarily go, oh, I've been driving for eight hours. I have to stop and rest. I didn't, I no, no, it's it's not air quotes eight hours. It's actual eight oh, hours. Sorry. It's a one to one scale. For eight hours, you need to rest. But yeah. an AI would have to stop because they they have to obey the law. But you could choose to not to. So I think you should be able to go off and do any job you want. But you can also hire and tell AI not to do stuff. Yeah, I think I think that's the way it should be done because like your character, the more they do one thing, they like level up. So the more you do truck driving, the the better stamina you have at truck driving. You can drive trucks slightly faster. So even though an AI worker will get the job done if it's like a level one truck driver and you're like a level 72 truck driver, you can just, I don't know, almost possess his body no matter where he is. Yeah, like driver <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> you, could you could do that in Farmington. So I think that, that yeah. does work. Yeah, um, and that's so that's the way that you get the, real players to 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 like join your company, I suppose, as well. You could merge. Um, it, yeah, is oh, that where yeah. espionage yeah. can come in? Oh yeah. Oh like, yeah. There could... definitely needs to be corporate espionage as well. Okay. So, like, now, what for... if what if okay. every AI you hire has like, say, at the very beginning, you hire this one guy. You know this guy's name. He's like he's like a level one truck driver AI guy, right? Um, the more you use him the more he levels up and you know Mick is going to deliver your stuff right and the more he works for your company the the less likely that he is going to be taken over by another company's employee right whereas new fresh blood employees you're thinking like "Mm, maybe another player from another company could jump in and I've actually hired this espionage thing where he oh, then drives off and so plows your stuff into the ocean. <laughs> players can disguise themselves as AI on like the hiring boards. And so yeah. for, the, for the bigger companies with like massive, huge chains of supply, they don't even notice that a couple of their trucks yeah. are going missing because they're so uh, big. Yeah. So that you've gives got smaller the, uh, you've got players the hiring the list. 
Yeah, so smaller players. Yeah, the hiring list of like Mick Jones, uh, Davey <laughs> Jones, their brothers, and then the Jones uh, brothers, Big Dick sixty nine. Hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think Big Dick sixty nine might be a real player. <laughs> so now it's got like an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood multiplayer. Oh Jesus! Trying not to like trying to disguise yourself as an AI. Um, sort of, yeah. No, that but that sounds pretty good. Like being able to being able to actually disguise yourself, and but then also, but the, the, you you might get players who are completely who who aren't interested in, in espionage. They just want want the experience of driving around and doing that job. They just want the Euro yeah. Truck Simulator experience. Yeah, but imagine yeah, so, that. So, right? but then like you get a, a you get an email from like a, a player, and he's like, "I've been trying to get into this company. I've been trying to infiltrate this company. I will give you mm. a million in-game credits." If you can, like, if you can get me the, the the password for the logs, he's like, you'll be set up. You can start your own thing. But like, <laughs> that's how you should. I think it should be done. Is where people build these empires, and they there is a hierarchy of real human people believe them. But you know, people can be bought out, and like, yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, also those big know- company espionage is where it should. It shouldn't be like low level espionage. It should be like end game. No, there isn't an end game, but it should be something you work towards to be able to do. Right, because yeah. you have to you have to pay people off. You have to, you know, even like the police. Right, if you get caught, there could be. Maybe that's another fucking faction. I mean, right? that's 100%. the thing, right? Like, if, if espionage is you're meant to be, it's meant to be hidden at all times, right? Like, if if you drive a truck into the ocean and that's the end of it, then it's obvious, right? Then it's obviously the other company has messed oh, you, mess you up by sending scams. another player. Yeah, insurance fraud one hundred percent needs to be there because that is actually <laughs> a thing in Euro Truck Simulator Two multiplayer. Like in ES Two multiplayer, what you do is you basically park your truck in an awkward spot, and if another player drives into you they get charged for it and you you're off scot free that's that player's <laughs> fault for crashing into you oh my god so you can just park so- yourself in really awkward spots in fact there used to be a glitch where in the cities there was basically oh, yeah. uh there was there was areas where trucks could drive through each other because they were just so much traffic so the game had to have it but there would be a very hard cutoff point where trucks went from being not solid to solid and if you parked your truck across <laughs> the halfway line and another player drove through you they'd get flung out of the bottom of the world because oh. they become solid materialize into you and just get dragged out of the universe and then mega charged as Drag well for hell. crashing into you and yeah, then they'd get charged like 10 grand for having to get their truck repaired from literal hell. The AA would oh have to drive God. down there and go save them. To- <laughs> That's a lot of money as well for the AA to go down to hell to pick you up. It's, really I mean, it's not it's, cheap. It's not very I'd, far. I'd, I'd ask for more. To be honest, Alistair has a look of confusion on his face. Which I was going to say, yeah, Alistair, like... with espionage, that's a bit Eve Onliney. Are you? Are you? I, I how are you so. feeling I mean, about I was this more now? interested in taking a part in the insurance company. Can you? Work oh, you want to be? You, you uh... want to be a faction insurance faction? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a DLC. It's like uh, you know, it's like the vampires in Skyrim. But yeah. your insurance brokers <laughs> just go and suck money from people. Yeah. <laughs> how is how is that working in your head, Alistair? What do you? Uh, I, working is not is not a word I would use. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot in there to unpack. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big idea. Um, but, but I'm, I'm so, tempted to leave to the professionals. Um, so are you are you more into like w- w- what out of this so far is kind of exciting you in terms of 
the the economy management side uh, of it, the I, truck I like, driving side of it. I think managing or is there any resource management would be a, a more higher level resource management part of it. I think driving the truck, I don't think is is the fun bit. Um, well, it's fun for the tens of thousands of people the, still the playing Euro trucks in, right? Euro trucks, yeah. That high level, having that kind of global domination approach, um, the kind of Jeff Bezos simulator. Um, okay, Jeff Bezos be, simulator. So that's what you would want to create Amazon, yeah, basically. Yeah, just like you want a massive distribution, like huge... Uh, but is, is that is that the basic the ba- basically the final aim of this game? Is that what you're trying to achieve, Tom? I would say the the aim can be theoretically whatever a player wants. If a player, if if you're a useful Euro Truck Simulator player and you just want to get the best truck in the game and decorate it, and just you want to do that just to relax for a couple of hours each day, then that's fine. You can do that. You don't need to set up your own company, or if you do, you keep it really small. If you want to go for massive global domination. I'm the biggest company, I make the most money, then you can 100% do that. But I think there should also be repercussions for trying to go for something that challenging. Mm, um, in right. that you kind of do have a big target painted on the back of you. I think maybe there, I think there should also be benefits of being up there. I think if you're the most powerful company, you should be able to have almost some kind of influence over the laws, which actually get put into place in that country. So maybe, because um, of course it's the UK, I'm not saying that we have a bribable government, but I'm just saying, if you're, if you're Jeff Bezos, you could probably change a couple of traffic laws. You could probably you break turn a, a couple of rules, 30s yeah. into 60s sure. if you really wanted. Um, Actually, this happen. is a important question because um, I guess most simulator games like Euro Truck Sim and all these other ones, they have like a persistent online multiplayer, right? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> um, so uh, what was the other one? Uh, Open Transport Tycoon. That's like a two-hour game, right? Yes. That and then you stop the game, you restart it, and it starts from you know. There's an end point. Is this game? Are you imagining it like a consistent, persistent online game where UK is like it is, and this server has this company, or is it a game that you can start and finish in like a play a playthrough? So this is the thing. I think. Even though I know this is a big ask, I think it should technically be both. I think there should be one effectively turbo version of the game which where you can sit down with a couple of mates and over the course of eight hours or whatever, and you can save the game or whatever, one of you can go from zero to hit like maximum, and that's it. That's the fun challenge. So it's open right. TTD with more company interaction, I guess. But then there should also be an, a larger but slower, effectively realistic... Um, server experience and i think the server should aim to go maybe not last forever like eve i think that's a bit of an issue because after a while it just gets a bit too samey and mm. financial year down. cycles yes each quarter <laughs> no. actually each financial year would be good but there should be yeah a quarterly report good idea. and whoever's in the lead in each quarter gets a nice bonus or something i don't know okay so in, in my head at the high level of it it's i, I think there should be different styles for different people who like how they want to play it so if you want to do the 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 company aspect i think it should look like open ttt style where you 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 plot out routes but instead of like placing um like trucks and and bus depots you go okay i've I've got i own these factories i need to get some stuff here i need to get some stuff brought in i know there's an airport over there i need to bring it all for me i think you should do it where you you request jobs so you go okay so i need to 
I've got a <coughs> job that needs to go from here to here. So I put up on the on the job the virtual bulletin board, and then a player who yep. is doing the truck thing or doing the the plane thing, they can be like, oh, I'll, I'll take that, and then you can pay them for their job, right? So there's t- there's two ways of sort of playing the game. There's yeah. the, the higher level, and there's the thing. It doesn't mean you can't dip into both, but obviously, if you spend time doing another, you you can't add jobs because you're driving. So you can't drive. that. Yeah, like that. That I think like taps into maybe a little bit the the, the problem that I was having, which um, feels a little bit like the, the the idea that you can you can kind of build your own company and become a, a huge millionaire and like oversee this entire this entire chain of events and things, and and then but then also if you want to, you can just go and play Euro Truck Simulator or Flight Sim or whatever. Is like in in those games like Euro Truck Simulator, that's quite. I'm, I mean, I haven't played Euro Truck Simulator, but I'm guessing the reason it's quite fulfilling is because, I mean, that's the game. It's very focused. It's like you're, you know, you you have one location to go to, you're driving around and that's that's it. It's quite relaxing. But in this context, is it kind of a bit of the equivalent of here's, here's a cup and ball to play with if you want? But because there's, there's no like, just in, in, in the grander context of it, it's a very small thing to do. There's no like win state for these people who are doing so- that. Do they need something a bit more... It's, it's push- complicated with Eurotruck Simulator because it is a very, very, very good nothing game. It's a game yeah. which if you play for 10 minutes and 30 minutes, you're going to hate. But if you stick around for like a couple of hours and then play the multiplayer, that was when I fell in love with the game. The moment when the game went from being okay. a decent, fun trucking game to this is one of the most beautiful games I've ever played... I know, was when I went wow. onto multiplayer and then I opened up a radio station and there's a radio called Euro Trucker FM, okay? It mm-hmm. is an entire fan-run <laughs> radio station um, wow. which is run by like four people who take song requests and they play it and all the people in the trucking game can hear it and they'll even do traffic call-outs. They'll be like, oh yeah, on server one, uh, there's a bit of a build-up of traffic uh, just over at the Calais Terminal. Oh my God. I, might want to I avoid had no idea that this was in... Training- take the train instead it's incredible it's absolutely amazing and i i basically i want a kind of beautiful community experience with something like that okay so that's why the game's good i have another idea regarding because you were saying what what makes people want to play certain things and certain aspects of it well obviously like what really gives games replayability and like retention is um competitiveness right so obviously yeah, I think right. every company would be on a global economic leaderboard, right? So you'd be like, okay, you're number one. You've, you've made the most gross profit this year. Your, your, your turnover this year was, was the best. You'll get rewarded somehow going into the next financial year. But I, still, I also think that the the bosses and the, the drivers, let's just put them into those two categories for now. They should have ratings like Uber, right? So you, yeah. you rate the passenger and you rate the driver. So some drivers, so, p- so people who run early new companies aren't going to be able to afford higher star rated drivers, right? Who, who right. might be always on time, so they always get their high rating. So, but they're more expensive. They know the best routes as well. And they know, and then and then the 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 drivers can just just basically just stop like review bombing of people you don't like. The you the employee employer gets uh, rated as well to say like they were fair they paid me you know a good amount they the you know yada yada they allowed me to have a break anything like that right should be taken into account and then you get this this system of i i 
I'm low rating, therefore I get paid less, and I, I earn my way through those ranks to earn more. And okay. More. And then okay. same with the, the the business side of it. But your <clears throat> ultimate goal is to hopefully get these good drivers on and get these reliable drivers who maybe then can contract to you. Therefore, you pay them more, but they're always they're always ready to go whenever you need them or whatever. However, you want to do the system. But then you also have to be worried that because you're doing the business side of things, you don't want to spend too much money. You don't want your outgoings to just to go up because you need to bring in more to get up the leaderboard. Right, okay. So, so there's like double competition. Just so I, I want to just microscope it a little bit and just focus in on what what this game is right now. Okay, so the the overworld part of it is you are you begin with, say, a small, tiny little factory, right? Or a small little truck depot, uh, and this is you running the company, and you are looking around and thinking, okay, I can sell this thing to this place, this thing to this place, this thing to this place, whatever, to get the best profit on trade and things like that. There's supply and demand and things like that. You've also got to hire truckers to send off, and I guess the best companies will be the ones that pick the right places, the shortest routes that get the most money, the longest routes that get even more money, and sometimes there's routes that are duds, right, that will give you less money or you could have spent that money elsewhere to get better return right then you also you're also hiring truckers with a star rating so you know they're guaranteed right. to be better or worse um the star rating is what you give them when you hire them after they complete a job they also review you eventually you build up more and more money because you're spending the money in the right way by getting the right trucks the right routes the right trade and then you're expanding yourself. The truck sim aspect is you're just taking these jobs, right? Until eventually, I guess, one path out of the truck sim path is to buy your own truck depot, right? And then you begin in that grand scale thing. Now, I want to jump into expansion. Before you say that, before, <laughs> you, before you jump into expansion, just a quick note on what you said at the start. I think what should happen is at the start, if you're going to the business side of things, as soon as you open <clears> the game and you haven't even started, but you haven't plonked your first factory, you choose the starting resource you want to sell, right? There's a global economy, so you can see the rates for things because that means like, if everyone chooses it, the, the demand for that like goes down, that dips. Well, so people stop. I think that, so you go, that okay, depends. I want to start with wood, right? So that's your that's your resource to start. And then you can but buy I, it I think I think that only depends if you choose, if you choose that you're a factory that is producing these things, then you're hiring the truck depots which is a separate path that people can take to then send all these things out right but the depots need to be need to choose what they want to hold as well because certain things require certain storage right so you could say oh i want to i want to be the guy who who ships chemical waste to the waste disposal place but if i want to hold that i have to have a bespoke place so i'm limiting okay. myself to that it's worth more but i can't pick and choose what jobs i take i can only take that if you have a like a, a generic warehouse you could say okay i can i can i can take a job for some cereal i can take a job for some toilet paper i can store those well, and then stockpile and then sell them to the highest bidder so you could do okay. it that way okay well. and then so, we can have so, fishing okay. sim for fish people who <laughs> want to trade fish <laughs> so at this point tom how is this how is this sounding to you versus your original idea? I know that the scope might not be quite as large, 
I I love it. I feel like we've got we've got the scope, we've got everything. Um, it's perfect. I genuinely think we've got the game here. Uh, how much is it going to cost me to uh, get the Yogg's Cast? <laughs> <papers? laughs> um, oh, uh, well, Chris is making it right now, right? You think is that what you're yeah, doing? That's what I've been doing below the, the camera the whole time. Uh, oh, it's great! Ready to go. There's the link ready in the now, description. Is it? It's ready. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've just I've just got to well, hang on. Um, forward slash add online there you go yeah done oh you did it, oh. <laughs> did it. I mean, it's mostly okay. a unity asset flip but it'll do yeah. it'll do until the dlc comes yeah well, well now that you've made the game i want to talk about the expansion and that's when we bring in flight sim <gasps> and when flight sim okay. is introduced like flight sim it's not just flight sim because everyone's thinking like oh i don't want to do the flying well you have to buy flight sim to unlock other countries <gasps> And that's oh, when you can start. Okay. That's when you can start yeah. trucking in other countries. So people based in America <laughs> are in America, and they go, "Oh, I need to get. I I really miss dairy milk. <laughs> I want to import it. <laughs> so I have, then you have to also have certain taxes. And you stuff. import it from UK servers. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. <gasps> oh so it is a global economy. <laughs> You yeah. have like world ports, which are basically like server hubs from cross servers, and you just ship goods there, and then someone picks it up and ships it to the place where it wants to go. But there's also customs. That could be a whole other job, like where you're just managing that. Well, oh, <laughs> I mean, there is one slight pr- problem though. What if nobody buys it in a country? <laughs> well, well, like, yeah, I, like no one in Madagascar buys it. We have it. Then we have the VPN. What you need to do is basically underpinning everything. There needs to be an AI option, but the AI option needs to be almost the second choice. So when it comes to, say, putting up a contract to, uh, I need a truck driver to move uh, two kilos of furniture from this point to this point, um, it needs to be up there. And if the players see it and the players don't think it's worth their time or money or they don't like the job, then eventually it gets picked up by an AI. Yeah, there should be AI, AI businesses as well, which negates the thing yeah. about if someone doesn't buy it in a region. I, like, there I should do be, love but who the, always who always have like competitive prices, so they're yeah, always the, the, the mid option. The AIs also need to, the AIs basically need to be trying to fill the market um, roughly to where it needs to be. So if there if there is like a huge demand for toilet paper, they're not going to be the fastest to up the production of toilet paper and sell it. But they'll get but, there. It, they get they'll get there and it will basically push them towards the direction of I need to start selling more of this because it's it's a more valuable product. Yeah, I, I think when you make an account as well, this sounds anti-consumer friendly. Uh, I think <laughs> to to try and bypass NordVPN, you just pick your location, right? Or the game just says, oh, you're in the U- US right now. You're in the US and you are just locked to the yeah, US, should, right? Yeah. Um, because I don't know how to block VPNs other than just saying you cannot go outside of this country. But I love the idea that in the US, you've got this flourishing business, everything is going well, and you know that the only export that you can get is from UK. But in the UK servers, there's this company that is you know, massive. It's got the monopoly on this particular resource and it's selling it at an extremely like ludicrous rate inflated rate but you have no control over that because it's in the uk <laughs> yeah so and there's this a is, subreddit this is perfect. Right? and people and then- just spamming it of like someone stop this guy <laughs> why is yorkshire gold so expensive there also to needs import? to be like there needs to be like national things also going on like um say 
you can be a US player, but then suddenly an event happens where tariffs have gone up and suddenly the rare earth, the rare earth minerals which are importing from Australia and the Australian server mm. suddenly cost a bunch more to get. So you're having to, you're basically having to cut costs so you're not paying your drivers as much. Oh my so God. So suddenly the supply chain is flipped on its head and all of the rare earth mineral drivers sell all of their rare earth mineral storage containers Trade and instead more. buy a bunch of like wheat containers <laughs> and switch to becoming wheat truck drivers. The thing is, though, eventually there'd need to be an expansion where, because at the moment all the countries are separated, right? Eventually we can expand that even further where we actually build government simulator. <gasps> and then <laughs> we add in, okay. in the game democracy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't think I've seen to Ace so excited over an idea before. Well, I'm just, I just <laughs> love the idea. Up. Okay, <laughs> Ace, I've got a future idea. Okay, even yeah. better. Yeah. 20 years down the line, the final uh -huh. penultimate DLC, Eve. we add in space, space. travel. Yes. Oh, Suddenly, you've got yeah. it. You've got companies the mining the moon. <laughs> I mean, this is basically now EVE Online. Like, how you described the market balance a minute ago is exactly how the market works. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's EVE um, Online, not in space. Yeah. Well, it's even yeah, so so more taking that and However, adding more elements to it. It's taking that and mm. just making spaceships trucks, which I yeah. know <laughs> sounds really boring, but I assure you, it's but probably the thing is, it's really boring, but it will do better than Eve Online in the same way Hoi Ford does better than Stellaris in Paradox's books because mm. people like the world map and they like their place on the world map. In a space simulator, it's hard to work out where you are, who everything is, because it's all foreign names and so on. But if you are playing on a world map and you literally can start in your hometown, you are immediately invested in the economy and Good stability point. of that area. Mm. And you feel like you have a direct impact rather than a place which you can't even pronounce the name of in space. Yeah. So that's why I think you, you like can that. easily bait people into the game because they know their surroundings. Tom, now imagine, you said imagine being... Kent's biggest toilet paper expert. Imagine being oh, having that as your title. But then also imagine, oh, I'm, you know, I'm the Andromeda Galaxy's biggest Blorgans ex exporter. Yeah, but no, the the no one knows what that is. Yeah, who cares what Blorgans is and what toilet paper is? <laughs> yeah, we know Tom. these things. We know what we know what Hazel. toilet paper is. We know what tea is. We know what drinks are. But we don't care what AI chips are in space. Yeah. That's boring. Android brains, like they sound expensive, but we, I don't know how much they are. The Android okay, so phones, actually, yeah, talking know. about expense, that <laughs> leads me on to another question. What is the kind of, if it is like financial, the financial year, if it does reboot uh, and, it, and it goes in that cycle, what is the kind of the, the win state for these different companies? Because obviously, like someone who is dealing in tech, uh, is is always going to make more money as a company than someone who is dealing in uh, like timber or something. So it can't just be the amount of money your company is making, right? Is it or is it individual rankings for like you're the top I of think the it timber? It would have to be industry. individual rankings, but you or also it, you could add you could put costs into these things. If just because they're like if they're top of of tech, well, tech companies have a huge mm. overhead in R and D. So maybe that's like one of the the spent expenses that you can't avoid you have to do that it doesn't go anywhere because yeah. we're not now starting some sort of r d expansion no no to hazel are we no. not <laughs> um, but like, that, that, like each thing could have its own pro and con to so like, that's something you have to balance right so if you have yeah. a, if you then have yeah. a bad sales month that could cost you billions but it's not going to cost you billions if timber doesn't sell for a week. It might do. 
I don't know how lucrative the wood so the wood industry is. So you're just saying it like it's risk it's riskier with like more expensive businesses. There's more there's more risk involved, and uh, yeah, that will bounce that's, naturally. That's, that's, I mean, I think your business realistic. can also be judged by stability as well, right? Like if yeah. if suddenly no one's buying your export then you know yes. for, for like three months then your company is yeah. going to be in the shitter if you end on the highest but you had just a garbage month then i think you should be judged for that as well i, I, I feel like that's a, it, a better metric sorry Tom, sounds like a graph. The, the metric is right i think it should be a case of there are goods which are cheaper but of course they're more stable goods and so a good like wood is so cheap because so many people do it because it's so safe um as it's always got a, a stable demand, whereas a good like say I don't know electronics, we can basically tie in a, an event system so that sure you had a great month selling electronics, but now thanks to an uncontrollable event, people think five G melts brains, and so yeah. no one's buying your phones anymore. <laughs> exactly. And so the supply and all of the supply chain for that is affected consequently. So the people who are harvesting the rare earth minerals, which are more expensive than standard iron ore, suddenly. Don't really, they're not really getting as much sold. So it affects all right. of the big, complicated, spooky supply chains. But I don't necessarily think it should just be who has the most money. I think maybe it also needs to be almost like uh, maybe a customer satisfaction, a prestige yeah. thing, something like that. It'd be a, like a an average score based on multiple. Alistair, how would you do it? There you go. That's what yeah. I'll ask. Oh, yeah, the systems boy. <laughs> the back end boy, as what I call him. <laughs> oh, should it just be, it shouldn't just be money, right? The amount of money that a company makes. It should be more than that. How is it done in Eve? Um, how much money you have. Well, no, you have, you have um, uh, corporation members, co- uh, members pay tax into the corporation. So you can do it by um, like your basically GDP of your organization. Um Gross but then again, does product, that, just in case is, is that affected by just like I mean I don't I don't to be honest I, I don't really understand how that is it is that then affected by like is is that still going to make it so that the big tech companies are just going to be high on the leaderboards versus small little timber board like like Ace from Kent selling Lou Roll Ace is Lou Roll from Kent is he always going to be bottom of the well yeah because you're never going to have a that company is never going to be unless the demand for that product is is going to increase right so mm, you're basically imagine. talking about <laughs> Just I mean, everyone needs economy. Economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you've also got to remember the gonna... more assets you have, the more overhead you have. So as soon but, as yeah, that's what stops, I mean. Like, so, so, so should the metric be, be stability? On... I think that should be a factor. It might be like a multiplier. Oh. So if you, if you multiply it by fluctuations in sales and like profit and loss. I mean, I mean you're basically looking at, yeah, like it, how successful is a company, basically. <clears throat> you really it's need not an accountant. That's what I yeah, you have an accountant. <laughs> and that's what the other simulator is. Um, well, thank you for coming to our business school. Hey, uh, Spiff, Tom, sorry. Um, you <laughs> mentioned space was the penultimate. Can I guess what the final expansion is? Oh, I feel like the final expansion should be like the ascension of the human race, going full mind over matter or syncretic evolution, something like that. Wait, so the final expansion is you're oh, wait, like no. paying for the end of the game? No, I've got <laughs> it. I've got it. Even better. Even better. The final sport. expansion is um, is that there's a uncontrollable uh, world invasion coming from like an, an intergalactic threat. Okay, like I don't know the, what? the hive or whatever. <laughs> there are one, the flood no, no, their one weakness isn't trucks, but the entire supply chain of the world has to work together to build oh, the military-industrial oh, complex okay. to fight yes. them off. 
Well, that's what I was thinking. I, I was thinking that the final expansion is, you know, you've got the US server yelling at the UK server to, to, to take down its monopoly. The Australian server is stand, selling this iron ore for way too high. All of this friction that is happening in the community. And then the final expansion is where you just say, all right, you guys. Go to war then. <laughs> oh God! Player wars have like yeah. independent mercenary companies. Oh my like, God! Because we've already got the politics simulator, right? And then we're saying, all right, now we can allow it that they all just start fighting. The entire production oh, chains of all these countries brilliant. then change completely. You're building because guns. You're building tanks. Whilst some you're building- countries would work together, there would be some countries with vested like um, hate for each other. Like if you're the if you're the toilet paper producer of Kent, but the toilet paper producer of Middle. <laughs> has been screwing you over for the last 50 years in game suddenly you're going to see the war with the US as a a pretty decent opportunity to start stabbing some people in the back exactly may have gone off track slightly Um, I think I feel like with every expansion Ace is adding it's not we're not expanding on mechanics there are existing mechanics we're just adding games (laughs) every expansion is a feature creep that wasn't probably needed no Um, I don't think so I think it's expanding on the core mechanic of the game which is the open TTD truck sim I think working together is a a good one it's like a good it's like hey this game's been out for eight years we're going to wind down now so for the last big expansion (laughs) we all have to work together to stop this thing not Let's turn this into some sort of war game where it's now Hearts of Iron. No. But, okay. Mm. So at, at this point, who feels comfortable to outline the game that we have? It's Hasbro's Monopoly Global Domination. That is the title. <laughs> it's, you have to include Hasbro's because otherwise they'll, they'll you know. It starts as basically Truxim. You uh-huh. buy a depot and then it becomes Open TTD. And then uh-huh. once people have gotten bored of that entire game where you're, you know, building new factories across the, uh, across the country, we then introduce uh, airport sim or whatever that's called, flight sim, which then unlocks other countries who are gate kept from each other. They're just communicating over Discord and stuff like that. And just like, hey, <laughs> hey, lower your prices. Stop it. Oh, I <laughs> love then- the idea that until the expansion comes, the servers haven't been able to interact with each other yeah. at all. And yeah, then they I just suddenly like- open that would up. Be mind- that would be mind-blowing. What's, like, west, of it? Such What's a cool- west of this country? Nobody knows. The East Indies. And then, after that, then once the... You know the countries have started communicating a lot, and we're like, okay, we need we need people to come in and start controlling this politics simulator, government simulator, yeah, right? Then right. after that, global politics simulator. Then after that, <laughs> people can go to space, I think. And then yeah, after space, that, yeah. And after that, they uh, they then go to war. Um, they I have an option okay. well, to so go to war. Space first, and then war at the end. They go to could war we, in space. Could we war leave space. it? Before could the yeah. game end before the space stuff happens? I feel yeah. like that 100%. might be too a bit too much. Oh, I see. I I think, f- I to think, happen in a financial year. I'm really gonna. I think, um, <laughs> there a span it needs in the to works. be. Okay, go for it. Sorry, I know it's near the end of the podcast, and you're all gonna hate me for doing this. It is, Chris. But Don't do anything big. I really thought instead of instead of doing all that crazy shit, what if it's open TTT TTD, but like Civ? So you start caveman, end up. Space. Oh my god, what an incredible idea. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's oh. the end. Bye everyone. 
Well, you've <laughs> you done it. You can't. We'll see you for part two because next week, ladies and gentlemen. Because then you could, but it would have to be single player. But then you could discover it was when you shouted out the Indies. You could discover America, and then you got new trade routes, and you could. <gasps> I I you, you'll be it. a galleon. But is, is that not basically what we were kind of doing with this anyway? It's just that you're then like you you can have more agency, right? Like you're going into the trucks and driving around and stuff. You, isn't this basically what that is? Like you are basically playing. It's that time. kind of game. Anyway. Oh my god! Through time, okay, like you literally start as a caveman <laughs> moving berries from the the berry farm to the old, berry hut oh to ugh, feed ugh. the He's village. Like, oh, I've got to carry these berries. I I need to invent the wheel, and then he invents, yeah. and then he can carry more in his cart. And Wait, then there are the like some civilizations. <laughs> You yes. could be the first person to invent the wheel, and then suddenly you've monopolized the berry trade because you can move faster. Yeah, it's like an RPG system as well. You do a couple jobs, just walking stuff back and forth, and then you spec into the skill tree of wheel. Maybe this and is then the, you maybe, start okay. I'll do a, driving I'll, I'll, up and down. I'll compromise. This is the sequel. Oh, this is okay. I, I agree. Okay. This has this to be This is Monopoly sequel. Two Electric Boogaloo. It's yeah. the sequel, okay. and we'll also bring Sid Meier's on board as well, even yeah, if he's alive or dead by this point. He I'm is. not sure. Will Wright, he's there. Well, writes there that, too. Okay, that I think is is acceptable. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about this so far, Tom? Uh, minus the Civ stuff, minus the sequel. I love all of it. I love everything we've created, and I'm very excited for its release in 2027. And then 2029, and then 2031, and then 2033 <laughs> for every expansion as well. For every expansion, and then finally in 20, 2035, we wrap it up with the Civ deals, uh, well, with the full brand new Civ game. And that's it. We've done it. I oh, know 2035 is um, is every sim world at war. Oh, that's a good point. Sorry. Yeah, we'll say 2040 to add the Civ DLC. Um, oh, no, yeah. not Civ DLC. Every, Civ every sim is a faction. You've got the farmers. You've got the truckers. You've got the oh, flight sims. And can we also and do like just, a just can we also do like a total war Warhammer two kind of thing yeah, where the Civ game war. can also reverse engineer into the original game and just uh, like oh, dude, are you kidding? Sure, we can. Two. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you fucking can. Did we, did we come up? Did we come up with a name for this? Obviously, apart from Hasbro's Monopoly Global Domination. Uh, ev every everything sim, world um, of war. Everything sim. Spiffing like, I, honestly, life, life sim, uh, ultimate life sim. Well, actually, no. Ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate capitalist life sim. Life sim. <laughs> yes, that's what people want. It's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Drive trucks, make money. That's what yeah. people Why want. Why Hasbro? Where's the Hasbro coming from? Don't I don't understand Monopoly. that bit. They own the word Monopoly. And we need yeah. to get, like, oh, okay. a, we don't have a celebrity, so we just need to put, oh, uh, Eddie Stobart's Global Domination. <laughs> Eddie Stobart's Global Domination. Okay, brilliant. Sure. Okay, so Ed, Eddie Stobart's Global Domination. Alison, how are you, how you feeling about this one? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just writing up the database spec now. Um, okay, yeah. It's, how, uh, how long is this database spec going to be? Graph. I've just added, yeah, the first field. Um, just, oh, it's crashed. He's just drawing a picture of himself hanging from a beam. <laughs> um, uh, do, do, yeah. Would you? Is this game possible to make? Can no. you see yourself playing one of the? <laughs> can you question. see yourself playing one of the elements of it? Come on, like I the think espionage like, side, the financials, like the the, the economy management the economy, side, economy management, spot on. Everything else, ridiculous. All right. What if, okay. So we, we, we did go Amazing. a little bit wild. I think for a long okay. time there, it was me, Tom, and Alex talking about ideas, and we're not the game devs, okay? We were just blue sky thinking, okay? Now, what if it was Truck Sim Open TTD? Yeah. I mean, that is essentially what we've got so far. That's lovely. Yeah, Tom, yeah, like, that's just that, on the baseline. That, oh, no, yeah, forget all that. You take it up. 
But could you make that? But that's but the thing is, is that between us, we've all everything that we've said, and you, I knew you said, would you play an aspect of it? We already all have. Like, Spiff's played Truck Sim. I've played Truck Sim. I've played Open. Atlas has played Eve. You've played, you know, well, whatever. You've everything. <laughs> but it's like we've all played the separate pieces. So I think there's all there's something that would interest all of us. Uh, it's combining those things and making them interesting for other people that would be different. But that's what I mean. If if it was open TTD, AI workers, but you, some of the AI that you hire could be truckers in truck sim. Yeah, is that possible to make? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I would say so. Given enough money and enough people, okay. Enough time. Now you can make a little bit further. So, oh, make anything. All right, we're getting we're getting somewhere now. now <laughs> this is it. Go a little bit further. Flight sim. If we add that into it. Is that playable? They're transporting exports Planes from country to country. on a Z-axis. Like, that's, so, that's yes. it, right? So you're saying yes, right? Now. That's, that's my new catchphrase. <laughs> right, if, we, if I mortgage my house, okay, and you guys all mortgage yours, theoretically, <laughs> let's make this game. I think it's possible. Sorry, why? Okay, I'm in. I'm going, to contact, I'm going to go and contact my bank right now. Go contact the bank. Chris, um, I was just seeing how far we can I, go I said, before yeah, you say I, it's I impossible it, to make. Again, you, <laughs> you can make anything if you throw enough money and time at it. I mean, look at Star Citizen. That's never that's come perfect. out. That's perfect. I've got infinite made time and money. But exactly. That's what we don't want. We don't want a Star Citizen, right? Yeah, but we're not. Where it never because comes we have, out. Because we have, we have constraints. We have the Earth. There's only a limited... <laughs> we have constraints. We've, yeah, we've really uh, practiced that in this. Yeah, we're not doing a galaxy. We're uh, doing <laughs> the. We're doing Kent. Like, there's a difference. <laughs> we're not generating a planet, okay. we're generating Kent. So what Chris, you're saying I is th- it's possible. A- a- anything's That's possible. all I want to hear. Good. Don't Good. let your dreams be dreamless. <laughs> We've done now, it. Will you play it, and will you specifically make it? Uh, I would I would play, probably play the shit out of it. I mean, I love OpenTDD, and I really enjoy Euro Truck Simulator. Um, this is it. Right, you're now head project lead. I'll give you £10 in the post. Uh, find some yeah. staff and we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, that's double my rate, Perfect. so that sounds great. Perfect. <laughs> Holy shit, you've come well out of this. Uh, Tom, how about you? Uh, sorry, Ace, not Tom. Oh, uh, I yeah, no, I'd play it. I, I'd love the idea of just swapping jobs. Just If I was playing as just a drifter and I was just like, oh, I just want to... Transport this export, sure. And I'll just fly it across from UK to America. Sure, I'll, I'll play it. If I want to just say, yeah, I'll drive a truck, sure. I also feel like the management side of it could be really fun um, and actively trying to combat other people, like mega companies somehow. Taking down the man, man. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to do that. I, That's I, I think so- it's totally possible to make. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Brilliant. That, I love this. That's the side of it for me. I think for the, the, like the, the 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 economy management side. I think I love the idea of it in practice. I I don't know if I would be as invested as I would be like into the just the Euro truck sim side of it. I think I would really get I mean, into that side. So that would have to be, be robust enough it. for me. I'd be awful at it. I'd be so bad at playing it. I'd build a company and crash it into the ground in like a day. <laughs> but well, that's, I think okay. that's part the of the fun, though. That's part of the fun. And yeah. I've. I, is it sad to say that I've unironically actually been planning this since about 2010 um, when the first no. when the idea came into my mind? I think this is perfect. Don't this let is your dreams the game. be dreams. Don't well, let my and now dreams for ten for ten pounds in the posts, yeah. Tom, you, uh, to Chris, you can make that happen. I, dreams have come true. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, 
With Eddie so Stobart's Global Domination. 2027, <laughs> Eddie Stobart's Global Domination. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Um, oh, man. That was, that was fantastic. Despite my, my uh, initial, <laughs> initial idea of what, <laughs> of what your pitch might be, it ended up being the complete opposite <laughs> the direction. Biggest I think game much, we have all the ever come up for with. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us. And, it's been um, a pleasure. Alistair, thank you very much. And uh, also sorry. The rest of us, <laughs> me, Tom, and Chris, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, my God.